Hey there, hey, it's Wednesday, yay, and welcome to the pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize, where you recognize your star, because you are a star wherever you are. The world is going to tell you what you can do, where you can't go, who you can't talk to, what you can't be, why you can't share how you feel, how you need to do this, that, blah, 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 Jesus God, feelings, my opinion, I'm better, you're not, blah, 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 blah. Everybody's got opinions and thoughts and they always want to shove their opinion down your throat and make you like breathe it in and die. And I'm just here to tell you, you don't have to live your life like that. And don't feel like you need to. Okay, like, don't feel like that. This is a space for you to feel comfortable not only comfortable, but happy and appealing and fun and free. So why not fill all those things with me on this podcast together? It's Wednesday hump day. We know there's only two more days left to the week and we get to enjoy our time. Let's first get into the favorite part of the conversation. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. Well, they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. I mean, I can't seriously take the Democratic administration seriously anymore. Like, there's just so many flaws in everything that they say. Like, Nancy Pelosi knows what she's doing running for re-election again after she said she was going to retire. And I hope everybody that's in that area is ready to run against her ass and throw her out of the park. Because I'm about done with Nancy Pelosi. You said you were going to retire four years ago in 2018. I, I saw something. I, I think I Googled it or something. And it said she said she said that in 2018. Okay, that was four years ago. So you changed your mind now? Really? Really? Yeah, no, bro. No. These people need to be held accountable. Like, I'm tired of just giving them a way out of reality and a a way for them to just act like the shit that they do doesn't matter. Like, no. It's Black History Month, right? So let's talk about ways we can enlighten the black communities, okay? Why don't we do that? Why don't we stop talking about all these damn handouts? And you know the other thing that pisses me off about these politicians? Not every person who's not white is in a desperate situation where they can't figure out how to do something or wasn't raised differently. Because a lot of people could be another race and not be poor it doesn't always have to be this community this area the forgotten it doesn't always have to be a sad story why can't we start talking about all the good things that have happened from african americans and black people why does it always have to be something bad music started with black people television started from black people clothing started from black people There was a black person that had something to do with NASA. I mean, are we kidding me? Black people are implemented into every part of everything in the entire world. So please don't make it seem like black Americans are desperate in communities. You know why there's such a disconnection in the black community versus the rest of everybody else? They created it in a way that it doesn't go away. The hood, which they call it the hood 
or the ghetto or whatever you want to call it. It remains that way because you implemented that in place because you don't want to create affordable housing for people in different communities. How are we going to break away from these things if it's impossible to do it? Okay, do not do the pathetic. I feel bad for you crap to other people of other nationalities. Don't do that shit. Okay, Uh, I'm calling y'all out. Stop it. Okay, Biden, just shut up, man. You're such a moron. Like every day when you go on the TV and you start talking and then I got to look at the gas prices and look at empty shelves in the grocery store that I go into. I'm reminded about why I don't like politics because they mute out people that could actually fix things and they allow these people in here to do nothing and they like nothing because then things don't change for them they all love this they love it but we're not going to fall victim to shitty politics today And I'm not going to spend 20 minutes telling you about Biden and Kamala Harris, how much he sucks, and telling you about how Nancy Pelosi just needs to go find a retirement home. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I want to, but I'm not. Because right now, I'm going to get into a, a different part of our conversation. Okay? Let us use the month of February as an opportunity to appreciate those who are Black History. Those who changed it all without thought. Let's recognize all they did. I'm so proud of each of them and every one of them. All I can say is simply thank you. Today we're going to talk about Frederick Douglass. When he was 20 years old, Douglass disguised himself as a sailor and escaped to New York, a free state without slavery. Can you believe that? He continued to read as much as he could, which helped him become a great storyteller. So during a time where they didn't allow African-Americans to read, he went out of his way to learn reading so he could tell stories and he could let other people hear things he had to say. While he was living in Massachusetts, he spoke at a meeting of abolished people who wanted to end the practice of enslaving people. He told them about life as an enslaved person. He was such an amazing speaker that he started traveling all over the northern states trying to convince large groups of people to end it. Now, what I'm saying is all the positive things that he did, but he definitely endured some negativity as well. All the people that I've been speaking about, Frederick Douglass, Malcolm X, Harriet Tubman, they did amazing things. And there's so many others. But they also experienced horror beyond words. Okay? And I'm trying to take time for us to shine light on what they did, who they were, what they accomplished, because they deserve that. But we also have to recognize what they endured. Like, it's something I don't think anyone can fathom. Trying to change a place you live where you could potentially be lynched for talking about this, these things. Like killed because of the color of your skin. 
And that's every day to them. I don't know if they could have seen today in that foggy horror movie called their life during that time. But I hope that they know what they've done. And Frederick Douglass, such an amazing, amazing man, wanting to learn how to read and wanting to enlighten and change the world for others. I hope that we can only grow smarter. Douglas was free in the North, but he was still enslaved in the South. Soon he was a famous, he was so famous that he had to move to England so that his former owner couldn't capture him. In 1847, Douglas' friends raised enough money to buy his freedom from his owner. And he returned to the United States. But no matter where he was, Douglas continued to give power to speechless urging the end of enslaving people so he went back to where he started from to promote others to become free all these people i spoke about are constantly going back to help others because it wasn't just about them it was for everybody all the african-americans because it wasn't just one of them experiencing this horror and pain It was all of them in such a way that talking about this kind of makes me want to cry because all the stories from history don't give enough voice to the pain of it all. Of thinking about Martin Luther King walking down a street with thousands of people behind him begging to be treated fairly. And it's 2022, and maybe we lose sight of that that wasn't that long ago. Maybe we lose sight of, hey, basketball players are black. Maybe we lose sight of blah, 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 blah. But that's horrible. These people were murdered. Taken from their family members. They endured a lot. But. They still remained. Focused and determined. To change things. In the eye of the storm. They still wanted to do better. For others. And I got to tell you. During 2022. We got to hold ourselves accountable. To be as brave as they were right now and I dare you to do it next part of our conversation thank you for tuning into our pledge to black greatness and black amazingness let's move into the next part of our conversation searching for a new hairdresser if I should search for a new hairdresser my last experience with a hairdresser was horrible she braided my hair she did it wrong she overcharged me I wasted time I wasted effort and I don't have time to be doing that anymore and she was my hairdresser for a long time and she just kept messing up and I kept thinking I had to go to her because I didn't have any other option 
then COVID happened and I had to do my hair by myself. And I realized I didn't really need a hairdresser. Like, and now I don't know how I would have one because I don't have the time to go to a hairdresser. I work full time. I mean, granted, I did then too. But like, I would spend like the day I had on the weekend there or I would have to leave work. I would have to go after work or try to create a situation that would be easier for me to do it in. And I honestly, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to spend hundreds of dollars to do things with my hair. Granted, I was thinking about getting streaks or something, but is it really worth it? And I don't know if these people can be trusted. Like, that's another thing. Like, I don't know about you, but I, my hair is important. Like, I like to look nice. I like to feel pretty. And I don't want to risk the livelihood of my hair to some person that, I don't know, maybe I'm being too picky, but some of these prices, because I was looking online, are ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe I need to do more of an investigation on it to figure out what I'm going to do, but I really don't know. I don't know if it's worth looking into or investigating or if I should just forget about it. It's it's hindering on me because like I want to get like my hair braided or twisted because sometimes I want my hair to be in a different style than just straight. And sometimes I want to have more versatility with my hair because I've kind of just been doing the same boring crap, either curly or straight, just because that's easier to do. But I kind of want to do more. But then at the same time, like, is my hair really this important when I'm trying to buy property? Is my hair really this important when I'm trying to focus on this or that? Like, it's really not. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, eh, I'll get to it at some point. I don't know. Things have changed. I don't know. They've changed in a way where I don't know if hairdressers matter the way they used to matter. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I understand getting my hair is important. But then again, I don't want to be wasting my time, money, and effort to do something with somebody that doesn't deserve me at all. Because I'm a person, I have feelings, and I don't want to be mistreated, and I don't want to be overcharged, and and I don't want to experience what I experienced the last time, because it didn't leave me comfortable, it left me mad, pissed off, and angry, and it left me feeling like, what the hell am I doing? Like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I don't have time for that. So, like, and, and that's why I haven't been to a hairdresser in so long. Because I don't have time for it. So, there's that. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm going to do a little more investigation on it. And I, we'll definitely see where this goes from here. When do you replace furniture? I feel like you replace furniture once it starts to get wear and tear on it. And you can tell the wear and tear is there. Like, things that aren't coming out. I do think Love Sack is a great like couch distributor because uh, you could change.
the fabrics on it and you can wash it. And it's something where it's versatile and you don't have to worry about replacing it that often. So I do think that aspect of that is cool. But that's not going to happen with every couch. So you got to be careful what you're buying and how long it's going to last. Time seems to move fast, doesn't it? How is it February? Like, how? Weren't we just talking about Christmas? Like, God, like a month went by like a blink of an eye. Like, sometimes I feel like, how do I hold on to like a moment or a second or like a feeling? Like, without it just being gone. Can I even do that anymore? It's just like a blink of an eye. Like, gone. Time, gone. I don't know. I guess that's just life. What is blackerating? I think blackerating is a fun term when like you're decorating but like you're doing it in a way that's funner. Like it's it's more detailed. It's not boring like I'm on a decorating show and I'm doing this. It's not like that. It's different. Like you're blackerating. Like you have more edge to it. I think that's what blackerating is. Whose idea was it to make How I Met Your Father on Hulu? Why are you using an idea of How I Met Your Mother to make How I Met Your Father? Like, I understand why you're doing it, but, like, I and I, and I hold the TV responsible, but, like, some of these shows are just dumb. Like, why do we need to make them? What's the point, honestly? Expectations for the next season of Cobra Kai. I think the next season of Cobra Kai is going to be as hilarious as the last season. We'll see what happens. It seems like um, Danny and um, Johnny are going to be working together. Uh, I don't know about uh, the the bad guy uh, that is working with um, the other sensei but we'll see what happens um i uh do think everything happens for a reason and hopefully we'll have to see what happens with uh wes's name because he went to go find his father but we saw what happened at the end of that episode so we'll have to catch up and see what happens from there when will season two of murders in the building return I don't know when season two of Murders in the Building is going to return. Like, they didn't give a date for it, and I didn't see an advertisement for it. I'm, like, hoping it returns, but I don't know when that's going to be. I'm hoping as soon as possible, but we don't know. I guess it's a situation where we're just going to have to wait and find out, right? That's all we can do. Next part of our conversation Steps to make a great sauce. You have to start off with a base. Like, what's the sauce? Like, okay, if you're trying to make some sort of a Alfredo, I'd say start with some cooking wine or some real wine. I mean, shit, real wine is probably better. Um, obviously, you want to get some oregano. You want to get some Italian seasoning. You're going to want to maybe have some sort of cheese. I'd say... Some sort of a milk. Uh, I typically use like um, almond milk, 
but not everybody likes almond milk. So if I'm making it for a lot of people, I use like whole milk um, or not even like milk. I use, um, what's it called? So I use cream cheese, sour cheese. Uh, cream cheese, cream cheese, sour cream. And I also use butter. Also, like I said, the white wine. Also, you can use um, not not milk. I take that back. Don't use milk. I mean, if it's all you've got, you're going to have to use it. But if you can go to the store, I'd say there's there's definitely a thicker, better option than that, but it's probably not the healthier option. And the reason I'm holding off saying it is because, like, the better way to make it that's healthier isn't to use it. So I'm just going to hold off with that one. But so you're going to want to start with a base and you're going to, what flavor are you going for with it? Do you want it to be a spicy Alfredo or if it's not an Alfredo, are you trying to make like ramen? Because you're going to need to like really start early with getting that broth done correctly. Like depending on what the sauce is or are you making sauce for like sushi? Like, because that's different. If you're making that from scratch, you got to know what elements to put in together and you got to mix everything very slightly. So it's got it's very prominent taste. Like there's different flavors for different things and you really have to have a good recipe and you have to know what you're making. That's how you make a good sauce. Take your time. Next part of the conversation Meatloaf can be fun. Meatloaf can be fun. You can stuff it with cheese. You can stuff it with vegetables. You can get recreative and put peppers in it if you've got a lot of, uh, if you like spice like that. I don't know if I would do that. I'd say pass. Um, you can load it with ketchup so it's got this really great taste. Or you could load it up with gravy and put all the gravy around it. You can really do a lot of things with meatloaf and it's very easy to make it. It's not time it's not going to take up a lot of time or a lot of effort. And you can eat that for a couple of days. It's very good and it's very useful. And you can have that with mashed potatoes. You can have that with basically any side. It's, it's very good. It's definitely a go-to for me. Love meatloaf. Or if you're vegan, you can make it with um, like meat substitutions. Uh, like Beyond Meat. Like, I've made meatloaf with Beyond Meat. You just take, you can either use the patties and you put all the patties together and you mold it into the meatloaf. Or you could take the big chunk of the uh, Beyond Meat and and then, like I said, add whatever else you want it to. I mean, if you're vegan, you're going to be adding in vegan cheese or vegetables into it, you know. And that's what you can do. You can make it vegan. You can make it real meat. You can do whatever you want. It can be a variety of different things. Excuse me for sneezing. Next part of our conversation. Reusable water bottles. 
I don't know why I see people with plastic water bottles. How difficult is it for you to buy a reusable water bottle and just pour the water into that? Are we really trying to save the planet or are we lying to ourselves? Because every plastic bottle is an opportunity to kill some friend in the sea. Like, stop. Why aren't plastic bottles banned? Stop selling water, 24 water bottles at a time. Who is buying that? It's called Brita. Get over yourself. Or it's called the connector to your sink so you could make the water clean that way. Why do you need a water bottle? And I'm 100% sure that those bottles aren't coming from like a Poland spring. So figure out a way to use a reusable water bottle and stop killing all the fish in the sea, man. Stop making the sea a problem with plastic things everywhere. How about we stop that? Stop giving things a reason to happen. Saying. Reusable water bottles can be fun. Uh, can make drinking water fun. And it can also save the planet. So why not do that, right? Let's not find an excuse for not saving the planet. Let's find an excuse to save it. Get a reusable water bottle. Get one with different colors on it. You know, like I told you about the water bottle I like. There's so many different bottles that you can buy. Why not do it? Next part of the conversation. Rich melt prep containers are better. I think glass, but is it better to buy like a big like box of them or to buy them separately? That's where I'm like, I don't know. And then they have these little containers where you can put everything into the little containers. And I just, I don't know if that's correct. Like I have a reusable like lunchbox that my mom gave to me and I have glass containers because I never forget that I met this woman when I was doing student teaching and she said to me, how are you going to save the planet with plastic containers? And she said, the great thing about glass containers is it's better quality. And I'll never forget what she said to me. So ever since then, I've been using glass containers. I have Cuisinart and I really like them. And um, I really do think they are very effective and they have made a difference for sure. Bacon is good any time of the day. Bacon, bacon is good any time of the day. Man, you can have bacon with your eggs. You can do a BLT. You could do a turkey club and put some bacon on that. You could even put bacon on a tuna fish. Yes, you can, man. Yes, you can. You can put bacon on pizza. It tastes good on everything. Literally, you can put bacon in the Alfredo on top as like a crust. Why not do it? Do it up. Do it really up, man. Have fun with it. Bacon every day, all day. And I don't get mad at me, vegan world, because there's vegan bacon too. You know how I know that? Because I'm eating it. It's not that bad. Anyways, guess what? It is the end of the podcast. Thank you for... Tuning in to Benny. Shh.
Born star, born star, born star. We recognize, we recognize your star. Because you are a star, wherever you are. I will see you on Thursday. Bye. Don't forget your star wherever you are. And thank you for celebrating the greatness of our amazing black legend of the day, Frederick Douglass. Let's pay homage to him and all the others we've been talking about for the week. And let's be grateful for all they did, all they did, all they've done. And the difference that they made in not only the United States of America, but the rest of the world. Thank you for all you did. And thank you to all my listeners for all you do every day. And I will see you tomorrow.